Uh, with Sutton Innsbruck, uh, just that cranked works. We've got Jai Mavuel. You may have heard him in Between the Tapes podcast <laughs> a few times. And uh, Jai, uh, Jai, sorry, Jaden. <laughs> You've done, uh, is this your first? Uh, second, second crank works, but first one outside of Rotorua and no, I think podcast. The podcast. Oh, first yeah. podcast. Yeah, no, definitely my first podcast. Oh, there we go. Oh, breaking him in. Sure breaking him in. So we've, uh, we're going to go out for dinner in a bit, so we're doing a quick half hour of power, maybe 45 minutes if we push it out to that. Yeah. But the boys have been uh, riding all week. I think Jai's got his main event tomorrow. Jen's all wrapped up for the week, so, and we're all just on a bit of a Euro trip, and I've been missing the podcast, so I just wanted to hook into it before we got to town. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool having three oh, a bunch of Kiwis that we know all from Queenstown on group chats together, all parked up next yeah. to each other in some field at a random campsite. In we, well, we call ourselves so. Kiwis. I'm from England, Jay's yeah. from uh, Australia, but we're all jumping under the Kiwis. Yeah. We're all jumping under the fern. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been sick. Like, even just rocking up to the campsite and, um, you know, them telling us that there's a bunch of Australians and Kiwis and stuff here and, like, what's going on and. It's the first time we've been allowed to go travelling, so it's sick that we've had so many people just come out and and all be in the one spot. So super stoked to be here. It's, Is it your mean. first times? Oh fuck! I've had the recording level down the whole time. Yeah. All right, that'll be better. Um, <clears throat> sorry, <it> guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry if it was very quiet at the start. Hopefully, not anymore. <laughs> um, is it both your guys' first times in Europe? I'm um, first time for mountain biking. I've been here a few times with with BMX back a few years ago, but. First time by myself and first time on a mountain bike, so yes. learning a lot, which is pretty pretty cool. And I think the biggest takeaway from from this weekend is seeing like you ride and you do all the stuff on in the southern hemisphere, but it's just amplified and so much bigger. And yeah, the mountains. Yeah. We when we drove in, I think all of us were the same. Driving into Innsbruck as well. That was the first time I'd actually come into the the mountains. Yeah. Like I've been tripping. I've been up in uh, Denmark, Sweden, and then came through Germany. It was like, it was like relatively flat the whole time. Yeah, and then yeah, as soon as like. We we're just leaving Germany, and we saw like the Austrian border. Pretty much, it was just like, yeah, straight up to like yeah. two thousand meters of vert. And I was yeah. just like, oh shit, it's insane. Like uh, for me, it's my first time ever in Europe, which is insane. Um, basically, just on a holiday with my partner Lindsay. Um, so she's based out of Maribor in Slovenia, and um, so we flew straight into there and did a day riding in Maribor, and then some winery tours and whatnot, and. We just got lucky that there was it, crankworks was going on, so we're like, sweet, like definitely gonna go to Innsbruck and and check it out. So super stoked to be here. We had whip off a couple of days ago. Um, that was the first event, which was pretty wild to go. Like, no riding a bike whatsoever, and you get to Innsbruck, you can't go and like do any. Well, you probably could have like if we had got here a bit earlier, could have go gone and ride the park and stuff. Yeah, there's no jumps to lead up to what no, that whip off jump is. No, <laughs> it's, just, it's like just dive straight in, straight into the whip off. Which for me personally, that was the best whip off jump I've ever ridden. Yeah, um, you killed it too. Like you did bloody phenomenal considering <laughs> you hadn't touched a bike in, in so long. Oh, it was sick. Like well, yeah, like I said, like I was lucky. I got the a couple of laps in in Maribor, but it was very different to riding jumps. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it was sick, like cool, cool jump for, for whip off because it was, it had a good stepped up landing. Yeah. Um, and it, having the step down before it, beforehand just gives you enough to like get a little bit of flow into the jump sort of thing. Like I guess Rotorua was still sweet, but it was a flat drop to drop into it. And then you're just like, Straight you go in. and yep. you like hit the, hit the jump. So 
you know, having something to like kind of set your speed and, and flow a little bit and then you can go straight in and hit this big jump. Um, and just having like a slightly steeper landing as well oh, made yeah. all the difference because you were able to nose in your whips a little bit more and then just like push the front end down and into that landing. Whereas, um, you know, when you get a little bit of a flatter landing, it kind of ends up a bit harsher and it feels like you're kind of overshooting the jump. It feels like you go to flat a little bit. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was nice to like dip it in a little bit more and, and roll away. And for me, it felt really clean to be able to, I think, you know, just about every whip came back straight, which was cool. So I did hear when I turned up that you'd been throwing it pretty good, like riding a bit out your skin. So that's pretty... Yeah, yeah. Stoked you feel it, like so. that as well? Yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Like definitely the best I've ever ridden in a whip off. Like we have Dream Track back home in Queenstown and... Um, you know, riding that all the time, I feel super comfy and everything, and then go to another whip-off, and I don't feel like I'm riding the same as what I have when I go to a local spot. Um, whereas this jump, the landing steepness felt kind of similar to Dream Track, so I felt like I was able to kind of ride the same as I would back home, which was really cool. So, um, yeah, it was a phenomenal event, but all, also, like, um, seeing how many people were throwing down, like, it wasn't just, like, one or two, three, four standouts. It was everyone was a standout here. Like there was yeah, huge sick. whips being thrown by everyone. People you've got no idea who they are because being from the southern hemisphere, we've kind of got our little bubble. And yes, yeah. you've got Instagram, but there are definitely people that were there that I'm like, I have no idea who they are, and they can fucking send it. Oh, you so. can easily miss people on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. The atmosphere up there. Like I think what you don't realize from sitting back on the internet and watching is you think this jump's real close to town, like you've got to get a massive gondola, right? this jump's in the middle of nowhere, and you've yeah. got thousands of people up on this hill with yeah, beers and burgers. And yeah, that's cool, but like, I think that's the biggest thing I took from coming here and watching it, is how much effort people went in to come watch this, and yeah. what, like, the vibe, the like, it was, it was so cool, it was such a cool vibe up there, and there were so many people just going for it, and yeah. Well, like, the crowd was massive, compared to other whip-offs and stuff, Yeah. but to put it in perspective, um, when you ride the downhill track here, you only catch the gondola up to the halfway point and then you drop in and that's where the downhill track starts. The whip off jump is at the top of the hill. So you've still got like another half of the gondi to go up and it's about 20 minute gondola yeah, ride to the top. The gondola. Yeah, and you walk yeah, from I the gondola up there to twice the jump. Today. Oh, yo! Yeah, bro. Mr. Fitness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still didn't see the jump. Oh, really? Yeah, really? Where is it? It's like it pretty massive. massive. Yeah, you won't miss it. Yeah, you <laughs> go up to like the top of the gondola and then you like take a right and you go past a little uh, lake dam. Oh, uh, okay, so you got to go a bit higher again. Yeah, yeah, uh, so you go higher than some people gondi. pushing, right? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so it's like way up the top of the hill. Um, but the views from up there are insane too. Like, yeah. there's just epic mountain drop and um, like mountains in the backdrop. And then having the lake right next to the jump, along with, um, like, just, yeah, all the people there, the bar that they had set up. So there were definitely people that were a little bit tipsy. And um, It was sick, though. Like, I can't think of any other sport where that would be a thing. You'd put all these random people in the middle of nowhere with beers yeah. and a speaker. Yeah. And, yeah. like, that was kind of about it. But, like, everyone was so pumped and so stoked to be there. And it was cool to bring, like, outside of the sport people in yeah. and get them to, like, give... I feel like it was a bit of a more of a true experience of what mountain biking is not. Yeah. You're up yeah. in the mountains. You're not just like, not this grand standard kind of slope shop, which is awesome. And there's a place for that. But I feel like the whip offs a bit more true to what 
to what mountain biking is, which was, I thought was real cool. Yeah, the, the only downside to riding in the whip off is you don't really get to see much of the whip off because no. you're like you do the jump, you do your whip, and then you're like pushing up, and then you've got um, the jump on one side, the crowd in between, and then you're pushing up the outside. And if you want to do well on the whip off, you need to do as many laps as you can and try and get seen. So if you get up to the top, you've got like, you know, 30 seconds to catch your breath, drop back in again, and then hike back up again. So it's really it's hard to see much. Like, yeah. it's, it's not like a little... Yeah, it probably takes about five, five minutes a, to walk up walk. So you can get steps in that day. Yeah, oh, I got, got a lot there. of steps in. Really interesting to put like a, a Fitbit or something on someone yeah. to track all that, eh? But yeah. Did, you, so did cool. you do it as well, Jane? No, I didn't do it. Yeah. I just went up and watched. Um, You've just got the hardtail at the moment, or was it yeah. just you just went in? I, I want, yeah, maybe next year we'll enter on a hardtail and see what happens. Yeah. I, like, the thought went there, but I didn't want to axe myself doing yeah, something dumb thing. like that yeah. right, right at the start of Crankworks. But Fair enough. Now I've seen the jump and it's like, I think next year we'll do it for a laugh and a hard tail, see what happens. Yeah, I think it'll be sick. Um, because I definitely believe that you could do a clean double back heel on that jump to I reckon you could do three. Three, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, it could be on. Well, if you put it into perspective on, you were doing double backies all day, like four days on end in speed and style practice and leading into the competition on a jump that's probably half the size. I think it's obviously hard to like find somewhere where you can practice and learn a triple flip. Yeah. But I think you could do it. <laughs> I, <don't know>. I, <laughs> I had a, had a really interesting conversation with Griffin Paulson about triple flips the other day because I've like, I wanted to try one for so long and I went out to the the Franklin Farm Jed Milden's playground and Yo. just could not get my head around. I've done double flips on six foot takeoffs and it's, it's all good but trying to get that extra flip and like the mental game from getting between like half a flip from the takeoff to your first flip, a yeah. full flip then another half a flip to get yourself like around like that's so hard and like how hard you have to rip like trying to hold yourself in position and not like g out yeah but i really know that's the next step i really want to and the spotting the landing because you would be going so much far well you'd be doing like what maybe like 50 percent. well yeah like, i think i think on small double flips you don't really <clears throat> spot a landing anyway you'd kind of hoping your body can tell and you've done it so, so many you times because i've heard from many people that are doing double flips they'll do the first flip, spot the landing, and then do a second one. You don't really find no, yourself I, doing that. I I go from the sky. Like I'll go. There's the sky. There's the sky. Yeah. Okay. And then open myself up and like hope the landing's there. Because <laughs> I think yeah, it, everyone does them differently. But do you look for colours uh, when you're doing flips or double flips, like for spotting things? Because I find uh, what I, when I've like um, coached people into doing flips. Rather than trying to spot a landing, I've always told them to look for a certain colour. So it's like, you know, if the landing's, you know, brown or whatever, because like when you yeah. flip, you might see a sky. Like, I think um, that's why I maybe look, at, I look for the sky, because the yeah. sky's always a pretty bold. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Know, like, you can tell the difference between it. when you're spinning that fast, the difference in the, the sky and the ground pretty, yeah. pretty easily. And I think the skies are, you see it twice in a double flip, you only see the ground once. Before, yeah. you, before you get there but I think the, the funny thing from this weekend is before this weekend I'd only I'd only ever done one double flip to dirt and I think um, a little bit deceiving by the, the posts and whatnot I have on Instagram yeah. but <laughs> really? if you take out mulch jumps and airbags yeah. like I've only the only double flip I've ever done was um, no way Crankworks Rotorua the practice and then really so that was the one time that you did it to dirt it's the one time I've done it to dirt and then did on race day yesterday did eight in a row no Without crashing, Dude, touch 16 wood, so. flips in total. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we got, we're gone from 1 to 17 over the weekend. So. Jesus. So yeah, how, how long was the practice session? Uh, about two hours each day. Like they weren't massive, but they weren't they weren't. I'm not great yet. at I'm not great at maths, but I'm just trying to work out how many flips an hour you're doing. Yeah, so it's like oh, minutes, just two hours. Eight so that's like hour. eight eight flips an hour. That's pretty wild. So it's like more than just like just over one, like every ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. that's wow, insane. Cool. It was like cool event and stoked to that it all worked. Like I came here wanting to do that and to. Well, the the biggest standout. Well, how did you go? We'll stay on this actually. So what? Um. Because you didn't didn't manage to qualify in the end. No, so well, qualified through qualifying, yes. There were 41 entries and I ended up 12th in the end. Oh, right. That's pretty yeah. decent. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was happy, but yeah. you're, always, you're always, I think, coming from a track cycling BMX background where it is super competitive and the results are everything. It's hard yeah. to, like, to let go of a not amazing... Well, it's not that... Well, not, not that, that not, you, just, put it into perspective, you were 12th in the world... At speed and style. Which um, is cool, and I'm like, I like super stoked with that. I think I'm real pumped with like performance, and I'm content with the yeah. the number that comes with that, which is, I think, the, the best way to put it. And Well, the other hard thing is that like what's shown on the live stream is only the top eight. So it's like, you know, there are still rounds that happen that people don't even see. Yeah. So yeah. it's like the first half of speed and style is shown, uh, is like performed, but without coverage. So it's like people on the outside watching would be like, oh, Jaden didn't make it in. And mm. it's like, no, Jaden made it in. Like Jaden yeah. cleaned up most of the field and then got through and then was knocked out just before the round of eight to miss out on the tele- television like side of it. But you crushed the field. Like you did really well. You're in the top third in the world. Like it's fucking yeah. definitely something to be. I don't think it's, I don't like think it's too much about like making the, the live stream, you know, yeah. and I think it's like people forget that last year was like top 16 were getting televised for all the sports yeah, 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 yeah. or anything but they mm. cut it back with the live stream and stuff this year but i think being able to walk away from an event where you're like you came and you did the things you want to do like it makes it way easier to not think about a result and i'm sure that's the same with, with yeah. you guys with downhill if you like turn up to a race and you can do you ride the best of what you're capable of i think it's makes it way easier to mm. Uh, it's changed for me for like every year it's different I think there's like last couple of years I, I think I've said this before is like I don't haven't felt that competitive so if I do get on the podium I'm like oh that's pretty cool yeah but in like 2016 or 17 I can't remember what year it was it was like a couple of years after moving to New Zealand I was like apart from maybe like the national races but every race I went into I was like I could actually win this yeah. So, like, yeah. I was never, like, I'm not the type, type of dude to get, like, butt hurt if you don't win, because, like, yeah. fuck, somebody's, like, you're not going to win everything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was always, like, I could win this race, and then I'd quite often come second yeah. to a different person every time. And I was like, that's frustrating, <laughs> Yeah, if you look at the, I think Pang looked at the result. I think we actually talked about it maybe on the last one, and I can't remember that. I did Tom, Tom and Pang, but, yeah, it was, like... I think I was like the most second place results oh, <laughs> through like oh, no. <laughs> since me and Pang started doing it, and which is pretty much since I've been in Queenstown. Yeah, yeah, sounds a hell of a lot like Troy Brosnan. Like watching yeah. that guy, like he's been so consistent at the top of the World Cup circuit, but he has watched people come and go from like the two spots above yeah. him <laughs> constantly, and just not been in that top spot. Yeah where I think he does deserve to be, but it's just like, that must be so frustrating. It was pretty right. sad. Was it the start of last season where he came out like... I think he won, won the first one. Came out fucking flying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've always thought about that. Like, it's just hectic when you've got like people constantly beating you, but 
it's different people. It's like you're still there, but the person that was beating you, you know, last year has dropped back and then it's some other new young person or something that's dropped up in front and it's like yeah and it didn't even start in queenstown so i got um a picture way way back on my instagram page and it was when i raised british nationals and i got i was only in senior class then so it's like different like rankings as well as like senior class but um yeah i got like there's like five rounds and i got like three second places in the whole thing and then i got second overall as well and I was like, oh. <laughs> But it, the guy who won deserved deserved to win. Yeah, he did actually end up winning. I think like a couple of where I didn't get second, he won a couple. But I think he only was first once when I was in second place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like I don't know. But he deserved to win, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, I was like, yeah, well, always yeah. a prize Um But what I was going to say before about speed and style is uh, Mike Ross. Mike Ross was the. Uh, what a legend! He's yeah. such a nice guy too, which yeah. like makes the whole Mike Ross story like it's a bit even cooler. And I think to hear that he's um, sorry, butter done. No, um, <laughs> I think to hear that he's like, I don't say he's got no support, but he's on. He's not. He's not a paid athlete. He's, not he's, a, not a, he's a privateer. Yeah. He's yeah. private, definitely a privateer, and I hope that his success or standing out like gets noticed. And I think yeah. like it's been sales kickstarted quite a few yeah careers sure. and paths, and yeah, I really hope that he gets it because he holy shit that he can send it both on the hardtail and downhill bike as well yeah so he's still for anyone that doesn't know so i know mike ross quite well um from back home in australia he's from canberra um he's an electrician still working and you know doing what he can he just bought a house recently and like just started demolishing the backyard and be able to put airbags and stuff like that in and like in Canberra it's not like people don't have heaps of land he's got like a small block put in this airbag he's like I think I don't don't quote me on this but I think he's building like he built or building a flat drop off his roof at home <laughs> so that like into an airbag Sick. so that he can kind of practice all that sort of stuff um but then also hanging out with Caroline Buchanan and everything as well and she's got a really mean setup back home where he's able to just really push the progression um and by the looks of things in the past two years since Caroline's built her facility, it seems like his riding's like... Yeah, well, his and Caroline's. Well. Yeah, like, both of them cool. are, like, Killing just it. pushing it so hard and going so hard. But, um, like, uh, we were talking to Vinnie Armstrong just the other day. Um, she was over at Red Bull Formation. And uh, Mike was over there digging for Harriet. Yeah. And just out of nowhere, he's doing, like flip supermans and then front flip supermans and just like it's nothing and this is on his downhill bike like the guy has so much skill but so underrated because no one knows who he is but the progression that he's yes. done while COVID has happened and he hasn't been allowed yeah. to travel yeah. has been phenomenal so now that he's allowed to travel and he's allowed to start going to these events I think people are going to notice who Mike Ross is really quick and like well, he's got a wild card to self-star I yeah. believe that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Yep. Like it kind of gives me like a for motocross fans like an Aaron Plessinger vibe and I think it's so cool oh, he's like yeah. going around with his cowboy, cowboy hat yeah. he just like <laughs> gives that kind of like country country vibe I guess which is it's just cool to see something like different in the sport like you probably yeah. just unplug that didn't yeah. yeah a um because like what we're saying about you with the 16 flips as well like what did he did the like he, he was doing oh, ca cash, cash rolls on, on the first the jump and then double backflip on the next one like, so he would have done a heap so you go and two in qualifying, um, round of 32, round of 16, round of 8, round of 4. So and we would have done 
And it's two weeks. Yeah, we've done 12 cash rolls and 12 double backflips. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus what he did in, in practice. Yeah. So yeah. And on at, lock. And then right. also, I don't see one that is like... And that's the difference. Like, there's one thing doing like a double back for a cash roll, but how consistently and how clean he got them all. Was and for anyone that didn't watch the thing, like he pretty much just lost on the speed, but only just. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. slow. That's no, thing. it wasn't like, slow. It was like, like, but it was just. He yeah he so but he was just behind, but he was throwing like yeah that cash roll is like a quite a timely, mm. you know. Well, another thing that a lot of people don't know about Mike Ross is he only picked up mountain biking recently as well. That's a cool story. Same actually, with yeah. you, Jaden, as well, but um. Yeah, he only picked up mountain biking recently. Um, he had like a BMX kind of like park dirt background. So he always had the tricks and everything. And um, I remember the first crankworks he went to, it was in Rotorua. Didn't own a hardtail. He just like went over with his trail bike because, you know, BMXer getting into mountain biking, bought himself yeah. a trail bike and just started <laughs> trail riding and doing a mix of downhill and um, trail riding. And... Went in, not expecting to do well, and then he made the round of eight at um, Rotorua. And that was when he had his first kind of breakthrough. And I think at that point he was like, fuck, I think this is the sport for me. Like, I need to do this. Yeah. And like, you know, three years later, we're watching him doing cash rolls and double backies and like it's nothing. He's there, he's got the speed, but he, he's also got the speed on a downhill bike. I've um, like kind of kept track and watched his racing back home in Australia as well. And he's kind of like around that like top 10, 15 sort of level. Like he's got the pace. Yeah. So it's just so cool to see someone enter so late. Like he's, I think he's the same age as me. He's like 28 or 29 now. Um, but probably they started mountain biking at like 25. So it's, it's, it's Still insane. so much more to learn. Yeah. 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 Like right. he's got a long way to go with like whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And you say he's got a... Um, a wild card into Silver Star. Yeah, <laughs> and is that one of the events to work you towards a Slope Star? I think it's a gold event. Is it a gold yeah. event? So it's yeah. the I I believe I don't actually I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a like you're saying a, a gold event. So it's the step before the like the Diamond League, yeah, which is yeah, obviously yeah. what you see at Crankworks and all that sort of thing. So so nice. Is it your fridge kicking in? Sorry about that, homies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think that'll be real cool for him and I. Yeah, if he's listening, I'm, I'm a massive fan, Mike. So yeah, yeah. Mike, if you're lo- not listening, you should start. Be. <laughs> start listening. <laughs> yeah. And then another one that I want to talk about that <clears throat> isn't here at the moment. He broke his wrist at another event. Luke. There's another guy that I think everyone should um, have a look into, and that's Luke Parker. Um, he's from Melbourne, uh, kind of like this, literally the same area that I grew up in. We didn't hang out heaps, but like he was definitely at the skate park that I grew up kind of riding. Yeah, and back in those days like he was just like phenomenal rider to watch ride he went and um he went to the u.s when he was 16 and competed in an event called the gatorade free flow tour which was the step before due tour if anyone remembers due yeah, tour yeah. mm-hmm. it's like i don't even know if due tour is still a thing or not mm. it's like huge bmx event and luke won the gatorade free flow tour in dirt um, he was like riding against Larry Edgar for anyone that knows Larry Edgar kills it on the Vans comps and stuff like that. So Luke was a really talented, he still is really talented BMX rider, but he had a couple of crashes on the BMX. He broke his leg trying like a flare bar spin or something. His fr- his leg got stuck in the frame and snapped his leg. 
Um, and then he kind of like backed off his riding a little bit for like the crazy tricks and just started going like a little bit more flow and all that sort of stuff. And then picked up mountain biking in the last year or so. And uh, he's doing really well. They had an Australian slope style round recently, which I believe he won. And he was like riding with Mike as well. And then the two of those boys both went over and did a couple of European slope style events. Um, not sure off the top of my head where they finished up, but looking at their riding was really well, sick. Third he got a third? One, a third at the one in Slovenia. Yeah, which was okay. Like, that again was a... Well, that might have been a silver, but yeah. that was a big slope style event that there yeah. were lots of people for. Yeah, and uh, he ended up... I think it's like his wrist or arm he broke. He was doing a really mean super flip, like, just for the crowd. Like, I think he had a bit of an average run or something, but he was just like, last jump, go for a big super whip. And... Um, ended up like kind of getting caught out and hit the deck, broke his wrist and had to head home. But I asked him beforehand if he was coming here to Innsbruck and it was another one of those things. It's someone that's not a professional athlete. He had to get home and work. Like he, he yeah. didn't have the money to, you know, just kind of travel freely like mm. so many people do. I think uh, I used to race BMX with his brother. Yeah. What's his brother's name? I don't. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's Josh. Maybe it's not Josh. I'm not sure. I you remember this brother. connection I know he's got sisters, ago. but... Uh. Maybe it but wasn't. Luke, no, Luke used to race BMX. Maybe he used to race with him. It was probably Luke, because like Luke knows. was a really talented BMX racer, so that's why I was like, he's also one that probably would do really well in speed and style as well. I know he is going to go to Cairns. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to do Rotorua as well. But then he's also got the invite to that Silver Star event too, so it's so, cool for me as an Australian to start seeing some slope style guys from Australia starting to get onto the scene. Because I, I tried pushing it pretty hard when I was working in Australia to get slopestyle events. And I just got a lot of pushback that people were like, you know, we don't have slopestyle riders in Australia. That's why we don't have slopestyle events. And yeah. then for whatever reason... It's like chicken and the egg. Yeah. For whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. they started pushing slopestyle events since I've been over in Queenstown. And then now you've got Mike Ross and Luke, like, both coming through. And then, like, there's a bunch more as well. Like, even Duke Millington, he was doing speed and style this weekend as well. How his scrubs today? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Duke was on fire with his scrubs today. We got some mean photos of him landed over almost dragging the bars on, like, the top of the flat table. Like, so this is... I've got a few debates coming up. All right. All right. So okay. Um, okay. I'll get to the scrubs next, but we'll just stay on the uh, spin style theme. Yeah. So I was talking to Vinny as well, and she was saying that um, ETs huh. in the women's... <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the women's rounds are worth points. Yeah. I, I, I am saying they should be worth z- minus points. I, I think a year ago when the women's free ride um, movement started happening, it was o- like, okay. But I yeah. think that the girls have come so far that yeah. like it deserves to be a, a no-point trick. Well, what my yeah. two things is speed and style is like the, the jumps are for the style, not speed. It was like an ET essentially is to try and like aid speed. Mm-hmm. So that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two, they're not even that stylish. Yeah. So scrap them, and that's why, just scrap them. Yeah. And again, somebody who's not listening to Crankworks, take them <laughs> out. Uh, so it's, it's definitely a hard one to comment on because I haven't looked at what the judging format is yeah. at the moment. But one thing to take note of from this is when it comes to speed and style, so many people probably don't understand how it works when they're like, they see time deducted for tricks and especially if you don't understand the difficulty of the tricks, it makes a really hard competition to follow mm. unless you're like really involved in it and you understand what's going on. But they have a judging 
format and it's like a, a table is listed with like what tricks are worth what points and that those points are how much time is deducted from yeah. your run. You should put bar sugar on there. <laughs> yeah. Big doom. And finish line. <laughs> so with the, the women's tricks, uh, separate to what the men's tricks are because the men have been in free ride and slope style for so long that they've like, you know, they've got so many tricks in their bags ready to go. Whereas the women's movement has just kind of like started coming in. There's definitely been free riders in the past that have mm. been doing stuff in the past, but there hasn't been a, a big core group of women doing it. But now that we have that, I think that the tricks definitely need to be realigned. When you've got people doing um, like a first time thing, like Robin last year with like the first backflip um, at a Crankworks event yeah. for women in speed and style. And, and then this year, this year, yeah. she stepped it up with like a flip can as well. Think, yeah. So the tricks are being stepped up to being stuff that has never been done before. I think that the format needs to be tweaked a little bit to um, reflect the I, progression. Yeah. I think, well, you've got your, your group of 20, 30 girls that have like, took off with this this free ride progression but i think if they keep moving the the points too far you're gonna you're gonna scare off the next yeah yeah the yeah. next one's coming through like i think maybe maybe not et's but i think i agree I but think, it's I think like a cop out as well like it's like <laughs> you know like because i think well the other thing with this Vinny was saying that an et is worth more points than a one foot was can. it was a one foot can, one foot can. and i'm like so it's going to make you not oh no it was, sorry it was an x up x up right. yeah 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 uh, so she uh, yeah, an ET is worth more than an X up, and she was like, "Well, why am I bothering doing, doing this?" X up, like, which, yeah, which is a hard trick. Yeah. ETs don't look that cool. They're easy, potentially making you go faster. Yeah, X ups always cool. Yeah, but then <laughs> in the men, in the men's field, That's I'm pretty same. sure an ET yeah. is a negative. Like yeah. you lose points for doing an ET, and it's the same if you do a whip. You lose points for doing a whip. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that should be the opposite. Whips <laughs> are so sick. Oh, so it's it's speed and style, right? always yeah, gonna Exactly. Be, always going to be arguments for it. Like, in the men, if you do a, like a truck driver, 360 double bar spin, that's worth 0.1 of a second less than a double backflip cash roll. In a, mm. And I think if you, you've got 100 riders, I'd say 60% of decent ones would be able to do a truck driver with two bar spins but maybe three or four people could do cash rolls and yeah. I don't know, there's, there's always going to be arguments for how the points are and I yeah. think at the end of the day at least, well, just, at least there is a point system that we can look at that's yeah. a plus and then like you can go everyone has um, the option to look at what the tricks are worth Yeah. so it's like yes there are a few that I think should be tweaked but coming into the event everyone's on the same playing field that's that they can look at the, the format day, it's like it's not like they've the judges have decided without telling no. them. Like okay. everyone knows it's there and it kinda I think what we were saying yesterday as well is they should show this like the points what tricks are worth what points should be available for spectators to see. Yeah. Which I don't know if it is. Which they do at the start of the live stream. Oh, it they is do? A, if you oh, want to oh, yeah, okay. no. there you go. And you if do. you want to Google it, like it's definitely there. No, it's not you? like it's privately emailed. Yeah. Um it's definitely there. Um yeah, I'll definitely crack another beer. Um, super cold, but it's so warm. It's because I made That's you okay. unplug the fridge. Yeah. Too um, so yeah, everyone can see it. It's there. It's just that I think women's free ride has progressed so fast, faster than anyone could have predicted. I think like we Which went is from sick, yeah, it's fucking insane. <laughs> it's so cool. We went from like not a whole lot of women involved in the free ride slope style um, scene 
to everyone wants to do it and everyone's throwing down. Yeah. And I think it's only a matter of time before we have. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> Turn the recycling. We're on holidays over here. We're having a couple of beers. Um, it's only a matter of time before we get a women's slope style event as well at Crankworks. Like now that we've started seeing it happen. Yeah. At like. It's only just starting to happen at like silver or gold level events. Yeah, and even with, with formation. Yeah, and formation, everything as well. It's progressing so That's much. The thing. I think it's cool that they, they're getting they're getting a platform, and I think a lot of I don't want to say the reason that it hasn't happened in the past, but I think part of the reason it happened it hasn't happened in the past. They've had no platform to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. why why would you be a girl wanting to do these tricks when it's going to lead to? I don't say nothing, but you don't have any competitions yeah. or anything to push towards. Yeah. I think, well, I think they're getting the like they're getting the formations, they're getting these slope style events, and like it's giving them incentives. Yeah, it's the same as what I was just saying about like the Australian slope style. There were no Australian slope style riders because there were no Australian slope style events. Yeah. there were no you know slope style women athletes because there were no events for them to do. So it's starting to develop now, and we're going to be able to start seeing. Women that we have no idea even yeah. exist are going to pop up out of nowhere. Well, it's coming. It's getting to that like build it and they'll come and yep. like, side of things, yeah. Rather than I think it's going to be cool. It's like when the when X Games made the Omega ramp. Like once the first the generation of skaters that existed that adapted to Omega ramp versus the next generation that grew up on Omega ramps. Like that's when the massive progression happened. And I yeah. think once you get this first wave of chicks that grew up doing flips and tricks, I think yeah. that's like give it five years of. Mm. these ones that yeah start as trick people and i think that's where you're gonna see a lot of a 100%. lot of growth which i think i think robin is so awesome i've mm. so time for it yeah. i've known her since we were super young i think she's got a cool story coming from the chatham islands and all yeah. that and i think it's so cool like i said she's not she's not content she didn't just become the first woman to do a flip and Oh, sick! That was sick. Like, yeah, I'm gonna hang out now. Like, she wants to keep going, keep going, coming. Yeah. And like, yeah, but she's shown it that just by pushing it again this year with the yeah. combo of the flip yeah, hands, how flip how dialed she's got them. Like, yeah, yeah. Every it's run. cool. Like, we yeah. went to Zurich last week and she was learning them. Like, she has days where she struggles with tricks as well, and it's cool to see how she can the athlete and her can overcome. go to a race day and overcome it and like nail it. Yes, yeah. no, a lot of respect for her and what she's doing and all those girls really. There's one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, don't know whether it's going to be a popular opinion or an unpopular opinion. What do you guys think about separating the women's and men's whip-off so that they're run at different times? Because every event is, you know, you've got women's speed and style and you've got men's speed and style. So they run separately and then the women have the course to themselves. They can do whatever they want and then the men have the course to themselves. But I think that... It would be really good if the women could just have the whip off open to themselves and ride it just them and just sending it yeah. and just not having to worry about the fact that you've got men just dropping in over and over and over again. Yeah, I think even to what you said before was like you have no warm up to hit that jump. No. And that's a gnarly jump to hit full stop. So Mike, if you're even mate, like sometimes I'd turn up to jump and if there's like 20 people there I'm like I'm just going to come back when it's quiet yeah like, yeah, yeah, 100% yeah, that, yeah so and it's I think having the jump available to ride before like pre-event because I think I think even still given like people the option to then ride in the, the chicks event and then if they want to carry on through the men's like yeah whatever like, right. I think it would be really good because that's the one event that like 
they say that you get a practice session before the judging officially starts, but the judges are there on site. They're watching the whips at the start. So they're already starting to judge and decide who they think. Like they're, yeah, yeah, they're forming opinions already early on. And there's already a big crowd there. Like, I think it would be really cool if they were to have like, not announced to the public, but an hour session, just, you know, email out to the riders and say, hey, we're going to have a whip off like pre-jam for an hour before the event. You guys all head up there. We'll tell everyone else that's on an hour later and then they can come up and everyone gets to like muck around and have a bit of fun on the jump. Even if that could slot into another day as well. Yeah. Like so you just have not, one yeah. day for practice and, it, and then it can next even day. Feel like not just like females, like males need mm. to practice too because it's a freaking scary jump. Like, yeah. Like for me so, this yeah. year, like I, I dropped in first because for me, that was pretty cool, by the way. I like that you were first one on. I, I did notice that. I hate waiting around because I feel like when I wait around, like, I build up, um, I just build up a lot of nerves. It's almost and all like that a bit like anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd just rather just go get it over with and then I know it's done and then I can progress from that point. So for me, anytime I've got the chance, I will drop in first and just, just do it and then go up and hit again. But so for me, the first jump that I did, I did just like an average whip. It was just getting over the jump. Yeah. But then knowing that the second jump I did, it had to be an outrageous whip. Otherwise, <laughs> you're not going to, no Which one's going to see what's going on. A, a sick whip on a huge jump when it's you seeking around. Like, yeah. That, that's fucking gnarly thing to do, you know. Pretty hectic. So I think it would be really cool to try and uh, grow that event like a little bit bigger because it's a tricky one because it's one of the events if not the only event that's not televised. So, what are you Instagramming for? No, 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 sorry. <laughs> um, no, so it's like, it's a, it's a tricky one because they're like, it's the one event that it doesn't matter when it happens because it's not being televised. So they normally have it pretty early on in the schedule as well because they can move it whenever they want. Like if the weather's a bit shit, they'll just be like, all right, we'll just do it some other time. Mm. Um, but yeah, it would definitely be cool to, at least get a practice session on the jump yeah. beforehand. I think that'd be cool. I think, as, like you say as well, splitting the the women and the male because it is pretty intimidating. I think for for people. Yeah. But I'd have to have to check. Like I can't speak on behalf. But of then the I also I also know a lot of the girls like kind of thrive off. Right. But that's why I think they should have the option to then yeah. follow into the men's yeah, event as well. Yeah. Like they shouldn't just be like cut off in front. Like they should be able to then flow like flow into the men's event if they want. Yeah. And some guys would be like, oh, that's sexist. But yeah. Fuck it, mate. We've suck it up. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah, we've been we've given it, as males. We've been giving it pretty fucking good. So it's like, I think doing whatever we can. Um, I'm like, I am like in two minds about whether we have two separate jumps because the standout women can ride that jump and mm. they can send it. Yeah. But then there's still like you know, that's like three, four women or whatever that can definitely ride the same jump. Yeah. But they one they don't have the same rolling speed that we do because we're built bigger and we roll faster. Well, Jackson we... Goldstone is not that big. <laughs> no, I think they should have the same jump. I just think they need time. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, the yeah. first like, woman's whip off was this time. Like, like was first one, first woman's whip off. I think that they were always allowed to go, but there was just not really it anyone like doing Casey it. Brown yeah. Casey like, Brown was like the one that was going. Like, yeah, Casey's been doing the whip off for a few years. Um... But, but it was never like an official woman's result. Eh? That's a new thing that they've got. Like yeah, the last few years, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is yeah. awesome. I just think they need, they need time, and it's yeah. No, that's what I think it'll grow. I think if I think separating, having that at least like a 
at least a chance for the females to do their own thing beforehand. Yeah. And then they can merge into the men's after if they want to, but they can be judged before that. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm sure if they're frothing and from being chosen, they won't give a shit, so they'll just yeah. all roll in. I think it's definitely um, a conversation just, we need to have uh, with the chick, women and see yeah. what they want and just be like, just like, not just one, like I think it needs to be like a collective and just get a bunch of the girls all together and say, what can we do to like make this more comfortable for you guys? Um, because I think being mixed in with the men is just, it's a bit hard and it's, it's hard for the judges yeah. as well um, because the judges are looking for the biggest whip and then you just got mixes of everyone and like, I think, it's just tricky and I think if like again I might be speaking that term but if I'm if you're like it's not like oh you go next you go next you go it's yeah. just like it's just like every man for himself like to drop in 100%. and if you're like you know it's like every man and woman for himself but I think when you're yeah like a bit like a bit intimidated and you're always going to let the person go yeah well the first um, first whip off I did well second whip off I did I did one in um uh, in Whistler, but I was young and just rode the jumps or whatever. It wasn't really doing whips. But the first one I went to seriously was in Rotorua and I only did three laps because I felt rude pushing in front of everyone. True. I was like, yeah. I, I just didn't want to cut anyone off. But then you've got a bunch of people that are standing around that aren't ready to drop in. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the scrub off today, I did the most laps out of everyone. <laughs> well, that's all right. So that's like, <laughs> we're so good. We're running out of time, so let's skip on to my next thing. What do you yeah. reckon to the scrub off? Good so, event, bad event. Is it a rider? Is it more a riding event or a photography event? I My third question. I think that putting the word unofficial before it is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> unofficial, <laughs> official. But it's just that just takes all the pressure off and like stops it from it, and it keeps it fun. Like yeah, and it's I a, don't I don't think anyone there actually cared where they ended up. Where they ended up, I think no. everyone was there because they knew there were hundred cameras there and. It was a crowd pleaser too. There was, like, there was thousands of people. Like yeah, it was a big crowd. There was thousands there. of people watching someone hit a two foot gap. Like, yeah, that's that's all it was. And, it's like, and the best thing was, it was it was chaos as well. Like people were crashing so right much. There so like, probably was more injuries on that than the whole speed. Yeah, stuff. like and I think that's what. And like as much as it sucks, as someone that's watching an event. People love watching people crash. It's sick. Oh, yeah, it's funny. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, not, like, it's not funny that they get hurt, but just crashes are funny. On a side yeah. note, like, prayers to Tyler Brooker, who mm-hmm. broke his foot and his leg and is in hospital as we speak, but... Yeah, Jade and I were talking earlier today um, <laughs> that we both thought that it was, like, it wouldn't be a bad one to crash on. Like, you can do anything you want because, one, you weren't going very fast into the jump. Two, the gap was two foot long. And worst that's going to happen is you're just going to, like, wash out on the And we both managed to eat shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck. Yeah, roll. Yeah. Because it was like, I was watching it. I tried to get in, but I wasn't allowed. Um, Thanks, Lauren. um, When I was watching, I was like, if, if, maybe, again, putting the unofficial made it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to do it, do you reckon that was actually a good feature for it? Or do you reckon that you should actually have, like, if you're going to do it, make, like, a better thing where you can scrub the fuck out of it? But no, I think that's what made it funny. Oh, they, just, funny. they just they just did what they could, and like. I well, Lindsay said the same thing. Um, Lindsay thought that it wasn't really a very good jump for doing scrubs. Personally, I thought it was sweet for it because you could hit it at the pace that you wanted to hit it, and like you still had to like I don't know what else you would do to make it like a better jump for a scrub. Like the only thing you could do is make it like a roller thing where you slide over the top of it and then yeah. you just like. But then there's gonna be no one's gonna be getting any air, so it was tricky to manage your speed to the point that you still got air off the jump and you yeah. didn't just like roll over a tabletop kind of thing. Yeah. You still had to go fast enough to get air. But the jump was pretty low. well, actually. I yeah. thought it was going to get blown to pieces. Well, the other like, thing is like a scrub, a scrub wasn't invented 
just for being low, it was invented because you would like going flat out. That's true. And you had to like maintain your speed. Yeah. Whereas so saying like you could come in like slow and then scrub. I'm like, well, this not a scrub. Yeah. It's not a scrub. Like you need to be going like fast as fuck. Yeah. Like, like put the bar down into properly. The, yeah. But yeah. one thing about that, if we were no. to have, so that's why I'm like, is it just a photo of him? Because the photos that came out look fucking sick. Oh, I agree. But when I was like. Actually, I like watch about like 10, 15 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go for a ride. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it wasn't it like was repetitive. And it was, it was yeah. Just, yeah, but it wasn't like. But for the photos that come out, yeah, dope. Well, I think like what what you could do is like if you had a tabletop, like maybe four meters long tabletop that you had to hit fast and scrub. Yes, it would be sick. Or even but like, people would die. Like because yeah. you, <laughs> yeah. you'd be going so yeah. fast scrubbing, and people are trying to win. They're going to land sideways, like at least with a whip yeah, off, you've true. got the stall time. Yeah. But if you're doing like a proper scrub off on like a race jump kind of thing, there's people are going to die. Like it'll be bad. <laughs> yeah, crashes. That's a good point. So it's like, it's, I think it's safe doing it on that, that mm. you can stay as low as you can. And for the most part, people are going to come out uninjured. Yeah. So I think for me, I think that that was a good jump for it. For like one, for the crowd, two, for the safety of the riders, and three for the photos. So three so, for the word unofficial was perfect. Yeah. So just don't know, like I was when I was pedaling up, I was trying to think of like the most perfect like scrub jump you could have. Yeah. And I was thinking, so not necessarily like a flat um, tabletop. What you'd have it would be like a step up, but then the 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 landing would be like a long roll. Yeah. So as you are coming fast, and then you're scrubbing off the lip, but then as you're you're still, so you actually are kind of getting air against yeah, because you're yeah. going up. But then like any step up, you're always like your momentum's kind of killed because you're landing like higher than. Yeah. Um. Than what you took off. Yeah. Whereas like with that, yeah, it's yeah, like because yeah. you're landing like blow yourself on. It's like that's where you like pick up the momentum and have like a big spill. Whereas like normally on a step up, you can have some pretty big crashes, but you kind of just yeah. I, I think like, one jump that would be good for that would be original, like you know the spine <coughs> that kept. Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you were if you came into that jump like a little bit faster, and that was the jump that they held it on. Yeah. Like yeah, because that's like still a spine ish, but yeah. it stepped up. But you take off and you're you're not just judged for like top, like the whole thing like if your bar's like kind of yeah. low over the like, as you're going up your bar's already down and then yeah you're then you've got the chance of actually guess, like clipping your bars and all landing like dragging your bars through yeah. the landing or i guess the the only like a very cool thing in the jump they used was like it was it was hardtail friendly yeah yeah and it, there was there was no um like bike that had an advantage like there were people on big downhill 29ers yeah. that were sideways flat and there were I'm pretty sure the guy that won was on a 29. Yeah, no, he was. Like, and Dan Hubbard. He was a legend, by the way. Yeah, never seen him really before, but he, he was going out the gate. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's a, like another benefit to uh, yeah. using that little store walk. So we're giving it a green light. Good event. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. I thought it was yeah. sick. Yeah. I had so much fun. That's enough. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, so we... um. Well over a half an hour. Town is calling. Yeah. Better crack on. So we're going to go have some beers. Uh, thank you guys for listening. It's been fantastic. Innsbruck's beautiful. Come to Europe. Let's go traveling. And Jai's going to win the downhill tomorrow. Mm. Good night. <laughs>